0: What's up everybody? We're at Pints with Pat. Friday, uh the fifteenth of January, second week into the new year. Um we run traction at Yellowbird. Um if anyone's read the book, uh EOS is what we use for our day to day. And on the fifteenth is our first milestone for rocks um for the twenty twenty Q one business year. So uh rocks have been a huge part of moving us forward uh you know that we took this from obviously traction but i i got the idea of doing it from um dlp and they claim that they in one quarter because of rocks in one quarter putting your top priorities first they get more done in more one quarter than most companies do in a year and i truly believe it um setting quarterly goals and that 90 day quarter period is naturally um naturally really conducive for human goal setting too far out, uh, setting six month, one year goals. Uh, sometimes you forget about them or sometimes you lose interest, but those 90 day segments and getting shit done. in them, those 90 day segments is, uh, um, has been really effective for them and it's been really helpful for us. um, Cool. So what I wanted to bring up today is I I wrote a big long post on the Yellowbird Facebook page last Saturday, I think. Um, and the main topic of it was waking up early and, uh, getting really serious about winning. So I just wanted to, uh, a lot of the feedback from it was positive, but I got some negative feedback too, which I want to, I didn't comment on there, but I thought it'd be a good topic to talk about today. Um, the waking up early thing. So, I've never, you know, I'm not naturally an early riser at all. Um, and to be completely honest, I don't necessarily enjoy it. Um, well, let me, let me start with what the negative feedback was from my, uh, from the post, the post was, you know, talking about waking up early, getting up before the competition, uh, getting you know, your miracle morning in before the day starts, which are all good habits. And then some of the comments were, well, I, I think you're, uh, you know, if it doesn't matter if you wake up early in the morning, you can accomplish your goals by staying up. What if you're naturally a person that likes to stay up late at night at work? What if you're more productive at night? Um, I think this is, and people were saying, I think it's stupid to say everyone should wake up early in the morning and you have to do this to be productive, which yes, I get that. I get everyone's different. I know a lot of people that are super productive at, at night. Um, but here's a couple things about waking up in the morning. First off, I'm not naturally an early riser. Um, I like staying up na- late. Naturally, I do stay up late, and I and I like it. And I'd rather sleep late, to be honest. But since I implemented waking up at 5 a.m., and I'm not perfect. Like I'm not am I'm I'm typically up at five, but that's been my rock. And I didn't necessarily accomplish getting it into seven days a week last year. So even now, I probably average. Five days a week I'm up at five. And then, you know, you have those nights so you'd up late drinking beers or something like that. Like I'm not I'm not pushing I'm not perfect. I'm not pushing myself to wake up at five every morning. But what I'll say about being a late night worker versus an early morning worker. First off, I have two kids, two young girls. So that time from five in the morning until seven thirty when they wake up is my zen. It is literally the only time during the day that I get to be myself clear my mind think and uh, it's phenomenal the days that I'm up at five and get my workout and you know get my quiet thinking time in and get to eat breakfast alone before everyone's up I am so much more clear when I get to the office I know exactly what I need to do that day I feel like I've gotten ahead of the day um and so that's why I shared that post because every single day that I'm up super early and get get everything in beforehand, I just have a way better day. So that's why I shared that. Um, yes, if you, right, if you don't have kids um, and you can stay up and work till, you know, three in the morning, that's fine. And I'm sure you'll get, you know, I'm sure you'll get just as much done if you're a person that likes to work late night. But I will add this one last caveat to it. There's something, um, there's something special, I think, about being up before the sun rises. It takes a certain amount of mental toughness to get your ass out of bed at 5 a.m. It's it's a toughness that can be learned. That you you know you have to grind to do it. It sucks, but I think it makes you stronger and it makes you tougher. Uh, jumping out of bed at 5 a.m. for me. It's, it's really easy to stay up till three in the morning. And it is like I can just, uh, you know, if I start a project at 10 o'clock and I'm, I'm into it and I'm flowing, I, I, it's easy for me to stay up till three. Difficult, very, very difficult for me to get up at 5 a.m. It's, it is a mental toughness thing. So I think it makes you harder. It makes you tougher if you are up every morning at the ass crack of dawn. So that's all I'll say about that. I'm not shitting on people that stay up late at all. I know a lot of people much more successful than me um, that that stay up late and are successful with it. But that's just my personal, my personal opinion on it. Um, a, just personally, it's my only time to myself, so I do it out of necessity. And B, I think there's a certain amount of toughness that you form in your brain and in your mind when you force your ass to get out of bed at 5 a.m. So that's all I have to say about that. People that didn't like, didn't like that post. um, You know, I support you, but I'm still, I'm still, uh, you know, going to lean towards the early morning sides. One good thing I love about doing this podcast every Friday is it forces me to think about my wins of the week every week. And I think, I think this week we had a couple phenomenal ones. First off, we we bought a bunch of houses this week. I don't know exactly how many, but we're we're tracking really good this year. We're tracking exactly how we wanted to. Tons of marketing going out, houses flowing in, um, social media's rocking. We got you know a bunch of. We're, we're working with a lot of wholesalers. We're jv with a lot of other flippers in town. I feel like we're uh, poised to have a really good year and also help other people have a really good year. That being said, uh, one thing I've never done before is I've talked about the Peapods before, but uh, the Peapod this week, we had everyone from the current Peapod um, and everybody besides Yahira from the last Peapod all in the office last night for a live one. And we had a couple guys that were thinking about bringing on for an acquisitions role. So we had about 10 people in the office last night, just talking shop, just talking real estate lead generation. Um, we were talking about specific leads, specific houses. We were talking about past deals that Mary and Jared from the old Peapod did. And we talked about some mindset set stuff, the 20 mile March. And it was just, it was phenomenal. Uh, Little group. I think we went for like an hour and a half. It was just like a little small group mastermind from the guy, people that have spent a lot of time with me, um, and I really enjoyed it. That was a huge win from the week. And you you know, I talked about the main purpose of doing it is it's it's not a money driven thing. Obviously, everything's everything's free. I I truly do enjoy watching the people in the Peapod or you know the people that work here at Yellowbird. Yellowbird. I love watching them take ownership and buy a house when they've never done it before or step up and take control of control of something when you empower them to do it It, that makes me more happy than um, you know watching the net profit on a house we sold so that's why I do it Um, and it's been really fun it's been really fun watching the peapod people step up and stay consistent so uh, huge win from the week was that I really enjoyed it another win from this week is uh you know i i I hate that i'm saying this but i'm gonna say it anyway uh and the reason i hate that i'm saying it is because that meditation thing has been i feel like it's such a cliche thing nowadays i feel like you know everyone says they meditate every morning and it's been the biggest change of their life but the reality is you look at you look at top performers and people that really have their shit together, not just in business, but just their entire life as a whole. Like they're good fathers. They're good husbands. They're good spiritually people that have all their shit together. There's a common, you know, the common uh, denominator for it is meditation changed my life. So I've tried it many a times for years, failed miserably. Um, and I just got the tip from someone to, and if anyone listening has any comments on this, uh, you know, please put them in or if you have any questions, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with it, but I got the tip to try the guided meditation things. So I downloaded both the apps. I downloaded Headspace and Calm, and I've been doing the beginner courses, which is this basic five minute, like, and they walk you through it exactly what to do. And holy shit, I've been enjoying the hell out of it to where... I used to just sit on my back deck in the morning after working out and be like, oh, I'm gonna meditate, right? Read some spiritual books. I'm gonna get in the gap and get in the infinite fucking wisdom and get all my answers for what I'm gonna do and the answers to all my problems. And it was it was just a massive failure. I'd sit there and think about dumb shit and look around and listen to the birds chirp. And it, it wasn't really enjoyable. I just got bored. But going through the calm and the headspace guided meditations for five minutes, now I'm doing the 10 minute ones man, I, I, like, I sit there and I enjoy it. And I'm like, what if you could do this on a, on an airplane? What if you could sit there and meditate on an airplane for a little bit and get your, you know, you just feel so much better after doing it. Um, and I'll, I'll try to describe it a little bit. Uh, the, the one I went through this morning, um, it was one of the beginner calm courses. And does anyone have any opinion too, that's listening on calm versus headspace? I'm, I'm going through both of them right now. I don't know if anybody uses it. Uh, Um, but, uh, I went through a calm one this morning and it was talking about, uh, it was talking about the fact that there's always thoughts running through your mind, right? But what is a superpower as a human, is you can take a step back in your brain. And he described it as sitting on the side of a highway, um, drinking beers in a lawn chair as buses are racing by. So these buses are your thoughts and you can take that step back And literally watch your thoughts race by or, or, you know, the other metaphor for it is kind of like a cloud passing by. You recognize that you have a thought. You recognize that you're, you know, the thought is there and that is separate actually from you and you see it pass by. So, you know, if I'm sitting there on the deck and I see a squirrel and I'm thinking about squirrels, I can take a step back and recognize that, hey, asshole, don't be thinking about a fucking squirrel right now. Let's get back to what we're doing. Get back to your home base. And I just thought that was interesting. And I was practicing it this morning, and I had this like image of my head of thoughts being bubbles. So I'm just kind of sitting there watching these bubbles all float around, and it gives you this weird sense of control, um, which which I, I have been really enjoying, and that's why I'm, that's why I'm sharing it with you guys. So if you've tried med- meditation a bunch and just think it's stupid and cliche to do um i would tell you to download one of those apps uh headspace gives you 14 days for free to give it a shot and calm it gives you seven days for free and then if you decide to do it i think it's like 60 or 70 bucks for the whole year um and the apps have way more than just meditation guided meditations they have like they they have uh music to listen to while you work they have uh um, different little workouts and, uh, performance meditations. And they have all sorts of shit in there, which I'm not even close to getting to. I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing. Uh, but anyway, I've really enjoyed it. And that's why I'm bringing it up. Cause if I can add a little value to the people that, uh, watch on Friday or listen to the podcast, um, that's what I'm going to do. So I, I wish someone told me about these, these little five minute non-commitment guided ones before because like i said i'm only a week in i'll report on progress but uh um cool luke said calm has a new show on netflix i'll definitely check that out um but yeah if anyone can try it uh you know i would highly highly suggest it so the last piece of what i wanted to say today uh got lunch with uh daniel lee today Um, Big time flipper in Jacksonville was a great time. We were talking a little bit about the market, talking about 2021. Uh, Me and Kyle have also obviously talked a lot about 2021. Uh, Here's our feelings on it. 2021 is going to be a phenomenal year to make money flipping houses. So what we are doing is we are doubling down. We're trying to buy as much as we can from wholesalers, as much as we can from the MLS, auctions, everywhere. That being said, um, you don't know what's going to happen, right? You, you know, J- Joe Biden taking over. You don't know exactly what he's going to do. You don't know what Corona is going to do. What if we get into a you know what if, what if we get in down the road and we have to shut down the country again or something? And you're 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 hammering on the gas and you get a fifteen twenty million dollar balance sheet and now you can't renovate or sell any houses. So our strategy going is that you can't live scared that the country is going to shut down again, but. We are consciously trying to keep the balance sheet small and move things quickly. So that's our theme this year and we're kind of sharing it with everybody. I think everyone should have that same mindset. Don't be scared to buy houses and don't be scared to do some volume this year, spend some money on marketing, but make sure you're moving stuff quickly. you know, if you need to wholesale something to keep the balance, if you can't get to the house for a couple months and you thought, eh, I bought it, I bought it pretty thin. Maybe I want a JV and have someone else do it. I I think that is the good play now. So keep things moving. Um, I think that a great money, a great year in 2021 to make money. I think all of us will do really well this year, but let's keep things moving. And that's what all, that's all I would say. And that's pretty much all I got going into friday afternoon um i really loved that I, I you know when we're getting serious about doing this every week um it really makes you sit down and it makes me like before me and matt do this i have to sit down and think about the week and think about hey what did what did i learn new this week do i get any tidbits for anyone and if if i go to too many fridays in a row not with with nothing to say that's you know, it's a red flag, right? It's a reg, red flag of stagnation. But the beginning of the year has been good. Um, we're buying houses. We're making moves here as far as personnel and systems. And uh, yeah, I got nothing to complain about. I, I think we're really excited about 2021. I think anyone that's in real estate should be really excited about 2021 because uh, this can't last forever. But uh, for now you know, everyone's doing well. So I would say let's hammer on the gas. So thanks for watching. uh, Thanks for listening. And everybody have a good weekend. We'll see you next Friday.